All right. Grand Rising Mind Your Business family, welcome, welcome, welcome to the call this great day. My name is Tracy Walker, and I am so Super duper thrilled and excited to have you here, and I've got something that I want to share with you here on today um, as it relates to your mind, right? Now, everybody knows that this call is all about mindset. It's all about marketing, and it's all about money. Each day, I will tackle a different topic. Uh, I do. There is no rhyme or reason as to which topic uh, will be covered. I am going to speak to you from my heart each and every day. And it will just be on one of those topics, okay? And so today I decided that I wanted to talk and let's kick everything off really with, um, with mindset today, okay, because everything begins and ends with mindset. This is day two of our amazing Mind Your Business call, the very first week of this new audio program, audio experience. And uh, I do want to just remind everybody, that um, if you are new to the call and you have not already um, gotten yourself on the Mind Your Business text list, you definitely want to do that now, okay? What you want to do is you want to go to your phone. You want to open up your text messages, and where you would type the phone number, you want to you wanna dial 81010, okay? You want to put in there 81010, all right? 81010, and... In the message part where you would send the message, you are going to type at sign mind your biz, M-I-N-D-Y-A-B-I-Z, all right? So go to 81010 and then type in the message section at sign mind your biz, all right? So let's talk about the mind here and um, really why this is so important and why you know, the, the way that we're going to move society forward, the way that we're going to help more entrepreneurs to excel, the way that we're going to help more of you to get more of what you want is really by what you have between your two ears. And I don't mean your brain, I mean your mind. In reality, the mind, is, it extends so far beyond the, the two ears that um, it really, I guess I couldn't even classify it as that. The mind is something that has never been seen. The brain has been seen, but the mind has never been seen. But we know it exists. We know that we're able to tap into information. We know that we're able to uh, receive downloads. At one moment, you don't know something, and then the next minute, you do know something. Where does that come from? Where does that information come from? It may come from another person, but how do you tap in to that? How do you attract certain things into your life such that you can expand what we call your mind. And I just want you to know that one of the most important things that we have to acknowledge very, very first and foremost is your programming. What is your current programming? What do you believe about yourself right now? What do you believe about yourself right now? What do you believe about others? What do you believe about others? What do you perceive? How do you see the world? Do you see the world where things on the outside affect how you operate? Or are you a person that operates the reverse, where it's about what's on the inside of you affects how you operate? There's a gentleman by the name of Mr. Bob Proctor. Many of you are familiar with Bob. Some of you maybe not so much with Bob, but I've had the opportunity to 
Um, see Bob speak live a couple of times before his passing, and it is one of those experiences that, yeah, you can listen to an audio all day. You can tap in and watch a webinar or watch a video, but you know how a concert is, right? Your favorite artist, yeah, you can listen to the song. You can stream it. You can download it. You can buy the CD or the tape. Ooh, the tape. Y'all remember tape? <laughs> Oh, my goodness, CD or the tape or whatever, right? But you could download and stream it. But there's something amazing about the concert experience. The concert experience is where you are there live in person. You can hear the band. You can hear the sound. You can hear the person. You can see the person. And a lot of times, depending on how much of an affinity you have for the person, you might even feel a certain type of nostalgia, right? People get so excited. I remember going to my first concert. It was a Michael Jackson concert. Oh, my goodness. Me and my best friends, we had a ball. Michael Jackson concert. Girls were crying everywhere. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Crying everywhere, falling out, losing their complete minds because it was Michael Jackson. I had my one glove. I had my thriller jacket on, and I had a button on all over the whole jacket. I had buttons from every type of thing. I had human nature uh, buttons. I had Billie Jean buttons. I had thriller buttons. I had buttons from all over the place, okay? And that was the way it was, and that experience shaped me um, forever, and it's kind of the same thing with Bob Proctor. And one of the things that Bob Proctor always, 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 always spoke of, and his legacy, his companies will always speak of, is what we call paradigms. It's what we call a paradigm. You see, your paradigm is how you see things right now. It's your programming. And the crazy thing is that your programming was not given to you or was not created by you. The majority of your programming was given to you by somebody who didn't know how to program. Could you imagine could you imagine your iPhone? Could you imagine your Android? Could you imagine the computer that you do your work on, okay, at work, at home, your personal computer, whatever? Do you know that there are engineers, there are computer people, there are programmers, coders, every so there's a group of people that go into the development of making that little device work for you. And the assumption is that they know what they're doing. The assumption is that they are programming the computer the right way, such that when you order it offline, such that when you go into the Apple store, such that when you go onto Amazon or whatever you're going to do with it, the, the, the idea is that once you purchase this item, you have an assumptive belief that that computer is programmed such that when you type on that keyboard the letter Y, you want to see a Y on the screen. When you hit that little space bar, you expect to see a space. When you hit the ESC at the top left of the keyboard, you expect a window to close down or you expect to be removed from a particular tab or window. Right? There are certain expectations set up with proper programming. But what if, what if you finally realized that the people who programmed you didn't know what the heck they were doing? What if you finally realize that your brain, your mind, your computer is the most powerful thing that exists, and somebody was in charge of programming it for you such that you could navigate this world um, 
in, in, a, in a way that allowed you to get what you wanted to get, and you, could, and you could function, and you could survive. Somebody was charged with programming that, and they didn't know what they were doing. They programmed you to be afraid of things. They programmed you to be afraid of things that did not threaten your life. They just programmed you to be afraid of things that they were afraid of. They programmed you to eat certain things. They programmed you to eat certain things that they like to eat. Not necessarily that was good for you. They programmed you not to eat certain things because they didn't like it, not because you didn't like it. They programmed you to either be a, a, to either love to read or not love to read, and it all depends on what they wanted to do, not what you wanted to do. They programmed you to either love people for who they are or judge people for who they are. And guess what? It had nothing to do with whether you wanted to judge them or not. It's what they wanted you to do. So I want you to start understanding that where you are right now generally is no fault of your own. You didn't even know that you were being programmed, and you just grew up, and you began to see and experience and feel and go out into the world and use your five senses to, to, have, um, to, have a, to be able to connect and interact with other people that were also having an experience at the same time as you at school, at dance class, at, um, at karate, at basketball, at baseball, whatever you were doing. At gymnastics, okay, you were just bumping around with other people who literally were having a living experience right along the side of you, and you generally just believed what the people who were trained or people who were supposed to be programming you, you just believed what they told you. Well, let me ask you, how's that working out? How's that working out? Are you completely in love with where you are right now? And let's just say this. Let's just let's go into the point that, you know, maybe you haven't learned how to reprogram yourself yet. So if you haven't learned how to reprogram yourself yet, the question is, are you happy with your current programming? In other words, is your paradigm serving you? Well, if your paradigm is not serving you and you are not happy with the results, how do you know? How do you know whether the paradigm, how do you know whether the programming is correct or not? Look at your results. That's how you know. How do you know if you're making enough money or not? Look at your bank account, look at your bills, and you say, oh, I got enough, oh, I don't got enough. That's how you know. How do you know if your kids are performing well in school or not? Well, because you look at your report card. You listen to what the teacher says generally, right, and behavior and, you know, academics and, uh, you know, teamwork and all the different things, dynamics that go on in, in school. How do you know? How do you know if your loan got approved for the house because you're closing the house? How do you know if the color you put in your hair turned out right by the result? Is it the right color when they get done or is it not? It's a very, very simple thing. We want to complicate it, but it's a very, very simple thing. And for some people, it may be a hard pill to swallow. Look at the results, period. Do you like them? If you don't like them, here's something that you ought to be excited to know, that you can change the paradigm, you can change the programming in such a way that you can start to produce different results by which people like Bob Proctor and Earl Nightingale and all types of people will call and classify quantum leap because of physics, the way that the mind actually works. You can change things 
instantly in your mind. And because we currently live in an environment where there's something that we classify as time, there really isn't time, but that's the way we kind of all stay on the core. Like, how did you know to get on this call? Because somebody put together this thing called time, and so we all kind of coordinate so we can get things done. But in real, real, real life, there is no time. There's no way to capture it. It just, things just are. There's something called space. Like you identify with where you are and you say, oh, it's going to take time for me to get in my car and drive from point A to point B. But technically, there is no space. The only reason why it takes time to get from where you want to go uh, or from where you are to where you want to go is because of the way that we op- the way that we observe the world. And today, if you believe things can happen instantly, then they would more than likely happen as instantly as possible. But you don't believe that things happen instantly. So you say, I got to get in at the bottom and I got to work my way up. Who taught you that? Who taught you, oh, I got to start off slow? Who taught you that? Why do you believe you got to start off slow? Why don't you believe you can start off fast? You guys know there's somebody out there that believes they can start off fast. There's somebody out there that doesn't believe in that whole crap about start at the bottom and work your way up. Some people actually believe, no, I'm going to start at the top. I'm going to learn everything I can from the people at the top. I'm not going to start at the bottom. Why would I do that? Why would I take all that time to get where I need to get to when I could change my what? My paradigm. And I can actually instantly change my results. So to change your results, You've got to change your paradigm. That is it. That is it. Isn't that a good thing to know? Isn't it a good thing to know? Some of you have been looking to change things in your life, and you think that working harder is going to get you there. You think that trying harder is going to get you there. You think that, um, you know, giving it more effort. Now, listen. I'm going to be honest. In many cases, there are some lazy factors that are part of your paradigm that uh, actually reveal themselves. They do. Okay? So maybe there are some lazy factors that are in there. But generally speaking, the only reason why there's a lazy factor in there is because you're uncertain that it's going to produce the result. So you procrastinate. That uncertainty, that doubt, that right there you were programmed to feel at the face of something new. Somebody programmed you to fear that. You didn't have to fear that when you were a child. You didn't fear anything when you were a child. My son doesn't fear nothing. I mean, I'm sure there is something, but generally speaking, at eight years old, he didn't fear nothing. Not much. Now, if we're talking about threatening one's life, like pushing somebody off of a building, absolutely. If a bear is chasing you, absolutely. If someone is, is pointing a weapon at you, absolutely. But because you're supposed to get on the computer and learn how to market on the Internet, how, 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 are, you, how, how are you procrastinating on that? How is there fear because of that? How is there fear because of that? See, that, that's not a real fear. That's a fake fear. Somebody programmed you to fear that. So the great news is that you can reprogram yourself, but how do you start to reprogram yourself? Well, here's the number one thing. If the goal is to just change the result, which is all you have to do, then you have to then first decide what you really want now. Because, see, you've been out here lollygagging with things, and you've just been going with the flow. 
So you've just been going with the flow. You haven't decided what you really wanted out of your life yet. So you don't know. And I believe it was Alice in Wonderland where, where the rabbit, you know, Alice, you know, goes down the rabbit hole and the, and the rabbit says, hey, well, you know, where do you want to go? Because she looks lost. Like, hey, where do you want to go? And, and she goes, I don't know. And the rabbit goes, well, any road will take you there. Think about that for a second. You don't know where you want to go, so any road would take you there. This is why people end up in careers that they don't even want to be in after 10, 15, 20 years. How did you get there? How did you get to a point that you don't even want to be there, but you've been there 15, 20 years because you didn't know where you wanted to go, so any road would take you there? If you hopped into your car and you said, you know what, I want to go to the or you, or you didn't know where you wanted to go. You hopped in your car. You didn't know where you wanted to go. Guess what? Any turn, any, any road, any highway would be perfectly fine with you because you didn't have a destination. But if you said, I really want to go over here to the public, I really want to go over here to the Kroger, then you would actually have to take a certain direction. You would have to drive north for a certain amount of time. Then you'd have to get to the stoplight and you'd have to turn left. You would have to do that because that is the way that you get to the Publix. That's how you would get to the Kroger. But you don't have a destination in your life. You're aimless out here. It's what Napoleon Hill calls being a drifter. In a book called Outwitting the Devil, the drifter. And so you got to know and decide what you really want. My practice is if you don't know what you really want, you are in a danger zone. You are in a danger zone because this is where you drift. It's danger. It's warning. It's a siren right now. You don't hear it? You don't see it in your life? You don't feel it? It's a siren. Are you paying attention? Or are you ignoring? Ignoring that which your mind is telling you, you've got to figure something out. You've got to do something different. Or are you just saying, I'm going to keep on doing what I've been doing, and maybe the Lord is going to come down and show me. No. No. You are already tapped into the infinite intelligence. You already know that you got to do something different. You already know it. That's how powerful the mind is. You already know it. That's not the problem. You don't need confirmation. What you need is to actually take action on what your intuition is already telling you. But somebody taught you to ignore how you feel. Somebody taught you to not believe, not believe your gut. Somebody taught you that. So here's the key. The key is you can change your paradigm. But here's the problem. You got a program in there right now that is under threat of being wiped out oh, no, it's going to fight for their life. It is going to fight for their life. That thing don't want to get out of there. No, 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 no. I don't want to learn something new. 
Now, now, I know that if I learn something new, that would help me get better results, but I don't want to learn anything new. So in other words, A plus B equals C. I want to learn, I want to get different results, and I know that I've got to learn something new, but I don't want to learn something new, so I'm going to settle for the same results. That's how you get 20 years down the road of doing something that you don't want to do. Because a paradigm is a mental program that has almost exclusive control over our habitual behavior. It has almost exclusive control, exclusive control, exclusive. It has almost exclusive control, control. It has control. Your paradigm, your mental program has exclusive control over our habitual behavior, our habitual behavior, our habitual behavior. Your mental program right now has almost exclusive control over your habitual behavior. And guess what, friends? Almost all of your behavior is habitual. So check this out. You got a program sitting in there that's running right now. You got an old DOS program sitting up in your mind that is, has, total, has, has exclusive control over your habits and what you do. It has total control over it. And everything you do is habitual. So if everything that you do is habitual, and that programming that you have has almost exclusive control of that habitual behavior, the only way to change the habitual behavior is to change the paradigm. It's to shift your series of habits. It's to shift your series of habits. But you can't just change what you do. You have to change what you think first. And once you change what you think, you will understand that that is connected to how you feel. And if you feel better about doing something, then that will change what you do. And that would then be a new habit, what you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Right now how you think, right now how you feel, and right now what you do are habits that produce a result you don't like. So to change the result, the formula is thoughts control your feelings, feelings Control what you do, and what you do equals your results. If you don't like the results, the thinking, the feeling, the doing, which is your paradigm, you must change the numbers in that equation. You got to do it. You got to change what you think, man. It starts there. If you keep thinking that you're not going to be a millionaire, then why would you feel that you're going to be a millionaire? And then why would you do things that millionaires do? You wouldn't. You would keep doing what poverty-minded people do, which is go to work forever, never get ahead, don't love what they do, never have enough, and teach their children how to do the exact same thing. And then we just continuously keep ourselves in this chain, in this enslavement, in this ball of going nowhere. 
for generation to generation. There's no one to blame anymore. It's you. There's no system to blame anymore because the same system that you think is keeping you, it's not the system. In fact, it is a system, but it's not the one that you want to blame. Because the one that you want to blame removes the responsibility and the accountability for the system that you can control. You won't control your own system, so you're worried about somebody that is controlling a different system. But how dare you ask somebody else to do something that you yourself aren't willing to do for yourself? How dare you think the banking system is going to change what it's doing when you won't even change your own thinking system? How dare you blame the educational system for what you think it should do when you won't even change your feeling system? How dare you think that the uh, that the medical system is going to change what, what you think is a change it to be when you won't even change your own doing system. How dare you? You see, you got to work on you first. But here's the problem, and we're going to go ahead and close it out in a couple of minutes. Here's the problem. The problem is that you're focused more on your five senses. You're focused on the external. You're focused on the things that allow you to interact and observe this physical world that we're in. You're, you're concerned about what you see on the news. Turn the crap off. You're so concerned about what you see on the TV. Turn it off. You're so concerned about what the coworker said at the workplace. You're so concerned about what they're saying about, um, about the war, about the food, about the money supply. This is all fear mongering. Do you think these people understand the way that, the, that the, the way that you work? Do you think they understand the equation that I just gave you? Do you think that they understand that your thoughts control your feelings, your feelings control what you do, and that your, what you do controls your results? If they can control your thoughts, hello, I need somebody to wake up this, this great day. If they can control what you think, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, and you attach a feeling to that, such as fear or scarcity or worriness or any of that crap, that is going to affect directly what you do, which ain't going to be jack. You ain't going to do jack. And they know that if they can get you to not do jack, then they can control you with what they put in place. And I'm here to tell you that today you should be saying no more. Today you should be saying no more where I allow my external eye to control what's going on in my inner eye. You should no longer be saying I'm going to control what I taste on the outside to affect what I know is right for my body on the inside. You should be saying I'm not going to allow what I smell to affect the smell of success that I know exists for me in my life. You should be saying I know. I know that what I hear on the outside can't control what I know when I hear in the inside voice of me telling me that I can have better and I can do better. You got to start knowing from the inside. You got to start using your intuition. You got to start using your imagination. You got to start using and creating from the inside and cut out allowing these people to give you a piece of a puzzle that you feel you need to fit somewhere. You don't need that. Create your own puzzle. Create your own masterpiece. Create your own life, your own experience. And the only way that's going to be done is for you to get on the ball with changing 
your paradigm. You have the power to recode. It's time you learn how to recode yourself. And you can have the life that you so desire. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that we have given you something to contribute to your mind, your mindset. I hope it's something you can take with you, not just today. So the goal is to take these with you today and toss it out the window tomorrow. The goal is to take it, put it in your toolbox, and execute on it. Exercise it. Remember what I said about having about the paradigm, about the program. We have the total exclusive control over your habitual, uh, over your behavior. Think about how you are behaving today. Be conscious of it. Be aware of it and say, is this something that the the me who wants a better life, is this the way that me would be acting right now? Is this the way that me would be thinking or feeling right now? If that is not the way that the new you would be thinking, feeling, and doing, you have the ability and you have the obligation to change it. And thank the most high that we got that type of total control over our own lives. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you tell others about the Mind Your Business call. Make sure you are on the text list. I will send out the replay, but you must be on the text list to get it. I'm not going to be posting all over social media and everybody asking, where's the replay, where's the replay, where's the replay, where's the replay, where's the replay all day long. No, we are going to change how you behave, and you have to to do things in a certain way. So the way to get that replay, ladies and gentlemen, is make sure you are on the Mind Your Business text list. Go ahead and pull out your phone. Text 81010. 81010 is the number, and the message that you want to send is at sign Mind Your Biz, M-I-N-D-Y-A-B-I-Z. I love you. I appreciate you, and I will see or hear, I should say, everyone on the call in the a.m., 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time for call number three. Guys, we're going to keep this thing going. Call number three, okay? Call number three, mind your business. I will see everyone, everyone on tomorrow's great rising of our most high. Have a fantastic and phenomenal day.